Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. Does your relationship have a chance? First, let's define what a quote-unquote relationship means to you today. Not what it did when you were in your early 20s chasing the sticky dynamics that stem from our childhood and old wounds and dysfunction. So here's the thing. Basically, we have our definitions of love before all the shit that went down, right? Usually this is um, high school, college, our 20s. Uh, when we thought love was only a feeling and we were losing ourselves and other people. Then we have our definitions of love after the therapy, the meetings, right? Our, our eat, love, pray journey after all the shattered hearts and realizing that love is actually, in fact, a choice and to build anything sustainable, we have to be healthy humans. So if you're in a place where love still means to sacrifice and not have a life and lose yourself and someone else, then you got to go play that shit out. There's no other answer except to experience it. You can't just read about healthy loving books. You actually have to experience the bad, the, you know, you have to go through the storm to come out um, and to know, right? You can't just, if you, if you haven't had a lot of love experiences and this isn't an age thing, um, chances are you don't have any new definitions. And, because why would you, right? Um, we acquire, we earn, we create new definitions because the old shit didn't work, <laughs> right? We, we, we create new definitions when we realize that our old definitions were distorted and warped. So, um, but if you're here because you've gone through hell and back and you've lost yourself and you've put people on pedestals and you've compromised yourself and you've had many shattered hearts like I have, and maybe you've uh, lost temper, uh, lost your temper, thrown chairs, maybe you've cheated or been cheated on, right? Maybe you woke up feeling gross, empty, and confused. All of that stuff. And then you went and dated yourself because the world told you to, but you didn't do it in an honest way. So you did it again, but this time really for you, and you realize that it wasn't just a bumper sticker, but to date yourself is to um, actually connect to self and have a sense of self so you actually exist in relationships. So if you've done that, if you've put the love donuts down and eaten some love vegetables and start to put weight on different things that really matter, um, if you learn how to create some soil and be vulnerable... Um, and go for uh, people who are not just hot, <laughs> but something that is deeper than skin, right? Now, if this resonates with you, then this episode is for you. So I'm going to give you four questions to ask yourself if you know if your relationship has a chance at being sustainable, meaningful, and healthy. Number one, does your partner take ownership? Now, if you or your partner don't have the ability to own what is yours, your words, your actions, energy, state, history, life, whatever, then you are building on sand. The relationship is going to eventually crumble because there's no other way to build a relationship other than to like actually own shit because you guys are going to fight. 
Um, and remember, it's not about how many times you fight, it's about how you fight. And if you don't own your peace, um, the fights will always be destructive. So the first piece to owning something is to actually announce that, look, I did something, um, is to, 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 to not blame, right? It's, not, it's to not um, end your sentences with buts or uh, I, did it, I did this because you. There's this thing that we do. We think we're owning something because we announced that maybe we did something wrong, and then we follow it up with a giant but or, uh, well, if you didn't do this, then I wouldn't have done you know that kind of shit. And um, that's not owning. Owning means ending shit, ending your sentences with period periods. You know, so do you have the ability or your partner to actually own something? So. The first piece is the announcement, and the second piece is to put action behind his words, right? To actually own um, what his contribution is in the, the relationship that isn't working. And that could be anything, right? So owning actually makes you build trust. Uh, owning means you're growing together and fights are productive, um, when, when people own, bridges are created and people are understood and the love can actually become stronger. When people don't own, this pushes people away. It flips the magnet, the love magnet. Um, you start doing life around people instead of with. Uh, you drift because you don't trust a person anymore. And then you end up living on an island alone. So taking ownership is, is, is number one. These aren't in any kind of uh, chronological order. Number two does your partner champion your story? I think this is so important. It's not just about supporting. It's about fully championing your story, who you are, you know, your family, your, <laughs> your, your upbringing, your fucking Cosby sweaters that you used to wear. Um, man, I totally dated myself. Uh, if you're listening to this, you probably um, did not grow up in the 80s. But uh, everything about you, where you're from, who you are, how you are. Um, embracing not only who you are today, but your story, right? Because your story is who you are. And so if your partner doesn't champion your story, they're not championing you. A lot of times we get into relationships and we start um, trying to fix people. And this is number three. Does your partner accept you as is? This is so important. Um, a lot of people date potential. A lot of people uh, feel better about themselves by investing in relationships where they're like projects and you think that you can fix someone or make them better. Um, and by doing so, you might, you might not even be aware of this, right? But by doing so, it makes you feel better. So you're always dating someone um, with potential, right? And in a way, that's more for you than them because it makes you feel valuable. And this is probably happening underneath the surface and you're not even aware of this. This is subconscious. Um, but your partner has to accept you as you are, not who you could be or not who you were, right? So because all that matters, all that exists, all that's real is who you are today. Um, if your part doesn't, then the relationship is going to be lopsided. It's going to be lined with control, uh, whether it's obvious or subtle. It's going to be lined with manipulation. It's going to be lined with a lot of um, pressure for you to be someone that you are not, right? So... That's number three. Number four is do both of you guys, um, does both of your definitions of love line up? So we pull from our definitions. And if, you know, if, if one of you believes that love means, you know, 
giving everything, including yourself, to your partner, that two people equals one, and then the other part of you or the other partner um, believes that loving means two people with separate lives choosing to share their life together, right? They're coming in as individuals. Then that gap in definition is going to create a lot of disconnect. So they don't have to be perfect. Uh, you know, you you don't have to have perfect love definitions. We we are different. The way we love uh, is different. We have different love languages, right? All of that actually makes love beautiful because then you're not dating yourself. You're dating someone that is different, and there's a stretch involved in that. But if your macro definitions of love are very different, um, then you have two people on very different pages, and it's not going to work. So. What does love mean to you? What does love mean to your partner? Are the definitions basically the same? Is there overlap? Because if there isn't, you know, and let, let me give you the most obvious example. If one person's and this is kind of, it's, it's, it's the most obvious, but it's, it's, I'm saying that because I want you to really understand this. If one person's definition of love is monogamy and another person's definition of love is, um, I could have many partners, obviously not going to work, Right. Um, so even the subtle things, you know, if someone thinks love means constantly being with the person, uh, 24 seven, and that's what, you know, when I was growing up, my definition of love, because I didn't learn this shit in school and I had to uh, learn through my own experiences, I thought love meant to give everything to that person. Right. And there's something, there's something romantic about that. Right. Uh, we see that in movies, you basically lose yourselves and you sacrifice yourself and everything is for your partner, your wife. Um, then I realized quickly that was not healthy. That's called enmeshment and codependence. <laughs> um, and behind that, a lot of jealousy and jealous behavior and control and all of that stuff. Right. So, um, your definition of love, hopefully both of you guys have healthy definitions of love and you guys are on the same page, then you guys are swimming together, not like stepping on shoes and overpowering each other and all that shit. So these are four of many actual, um, actually, questions to ask yourself to see if your relationship has a chance. I think if you um, don't take ownership, you or your partner do, doesn't take ownership. I think that if you, um, you guys don't champion each other's story. And I think if you guys don't accept each other as you are now today, and you guys um, don't have generally the same definitions of love, I don't think your relationship has a chance. Now, I'm not even mentioning the obvious, which is communication, capacity, self-awareness, right? Chemistry, all of that stuff. So I mentioned these four because these are four that many do not think of. And so think about it. If you're single, think about uh, when you're choosing to love someone, if they um, have the ability for this stuff, right? Are they doing these things? Um, or if you're in a relationship, are these things happening? If not, then you may want to reevaluate and have, start some conversations. Guys, I have a uh, mega audio course called Bulletproof Your Relationship. And um, if you want to go deeper on this stuff, it covers so much. Click my, go to my Instagram, The Angry Therapist. Click on my bio link and you'll see it there. There's homework. It's like a nine-hour audio course. Now, if you're in a relationship, here's what you do. Um, you buy it, you grab it, and I'll also give you a discount code. Get 30% off. 
uh, all caps, love hard. And then you can share it with your partner and you can just like, like you do your Netflix account. I don't care. I just want to get this conversation going and out there as far as I can. Um, let your partner go through it and do it on his own or her own and you do it separately and then it's a great way to use this this audio course to create a dialogue and have conversations about the topic and the homework and if you guys do it with uh the right intention um it's going to help you guys out and it'll uh, bring you guys closer if anything uh start a dialogue right start a conversation nothing can change until you start a conversation so use that audio, audio course as almost like a a catalyst to spark conversation. I think it would be a really powerful tool. Well, I have some really exciting news. My brand new book, I Used to Be a Miserable Fuck, and Every Man's Guide to a Meaningful Life is officially available for pre-order. And I know what you're thinking, John, well, why would I pre-order it now when I could just pick it up a couple months from now when it's officially on sale? And I want to tell you that the book business is tough and pre-orders as well as reviews and word of mouth, all contributes to keeping the book alive. Um, it helps spread the book uh, and the message. And if you've been following me, you know that I've been super passionate about um, creating a dialogue for men to challenge themselves, right? To look inward. I think the soil is, is so rich these days for men to finally make their return um, a more honest, healthier version of themselves. And also, this book isn't just for men. It's for women to redefine what they're looking for in a man, you know, maybe be reminded or to shake their um, old blueprints and create new ones. So I, I'm really asking you to pre-order my book and uh, not just for me, but um, to help me spread the message. And also uh, for anyone who's been miserable, you know, that it's okay to either be miserable um, or at one time have been miserable because I think today everyone is, you know, waving this bumper sticker that we should be so happy and happy is a practice, right? It's not a light switch and it's okay um, if you are unhappy, right? So go to my Instagram, The Angry Therapist, and click my bio link and you will see it there front and center. Thank you so much. Um, it means the world to me. Thanks for tuning in. I hope the dialogue was helpful. Listen, guys, if you want to be a life coach, just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coaching Training, and you'll find our Catalyst Intensive. There's only two things you need to be a life coach, a story which everyone has, and a passion to help others. Before you go, I wanted to give you something, something I made. It's a relationship toolkit because the world needs better, healthier relationships so we can all love harder. So go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast that's www.theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast it's super simple and we will email you my relationship toolkit